made it. Week one of the NFL season is here. And you need to add these seven players now off your waiver wire. Starting with the rookie running back in Tampa Bay, Rashad White. And I'll be honest with you, this surprised me. On Yahoo right now, Rashad White is only owned in 33% of leagues, meaning that he's available in 67%. And this is pretty similar to what you're seeing on Sleeper, ESPN, NFL.com, whatever platform you're using. Now, this is interesting because he appears to be the clear running back two in Tampa Bay. He beat out Keyshawn Vaughn this preseason in camp, and he was also drafted this year. So he kind of had the leg up, meaning they didn't have that much confidence in Vaughn. And Rashad White during college was lethal in the passing game. See for yourself. Out of every single running back drafted this year, Rashad White led all of them with a 19% career college target share, which is top 2% of all time. He had more than Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, all these guys going ahead of him. And White has solid size. So not only can he catch passes, but he could be used on the goal line if needed. 214 pounds is honestly the ideal size for an NFL running back. And a little bit more into his receiving ability, last year alone, he had almost 500 receiving yards on 50 targets, 43 catches, was the leading receiver on his own team. And now, of course, Leonard Fournette is there, and he's the clear RB1. But over the last two seasons, Leonard Fournette, who is getting a little bit up there in age, not a concern for this specific year as much as maybe a dynasty league, but Leonard Fournette right now, he's missed three games each of the past two years, or 20% of his games since 2020. So add White before your friends do, and then grab this next wide receiver. And that would be Arizona Cardinals second-year player Rondell Moore. And Moore is only owned in 31% of fantasy leagues right now, meaning that he's available in 69% of them. Odds are he's available in yours. Now, here's the thing. Rondell was not good by any means his rookie year. It really wasn't his fault. It was where he was being placed on the field. Just 65 targets as a rookie. And he ranked 98th amongst all receivers in average target distance. You may have heard of this as being called ADOT. Here's another way to look at this. Rondell Moore was not used downfield at all. But his coach, Cliff Kingsbury, has stated that he is going to be used much differently last year and specifically pointed to the fact that they need to get him working downfield. And it's assumed that he's going to take on Christian Kirk's role in the offense from last year. Kirk has now left and gone to Jacksonville. And now here's what that means. Last year, Christian Kirk was using the slot about 49% of the time. We like good receivers being in the slot. They usually see a worse cornerback and they have the entire field to play with. They're not limited by the out-of-bounds boundary. But not only was he used in the slot, he was used downfield. He was top 15 in the NFL in deep targets. So that's where Rondell Moore will come into play this year. And Rondell is faster and more athletic than Kirk ever was. So get him and then add this sneaky running back. And that would be the Tennessee Titans running back Dontrell Hilliard, who as of right now is available in over 90% of leagues. He's currently rostered on average in just 6% of fantasy leagues. But according to a recent athletic article, a trustworthy news site that Josh Norris shared on Twitter, Dontrell Hilliard is clearly the second best running back on the roster, a guy I believe would get the bulk of the work if Derrick Henry were to miss any time. So Hilliard is the clear number two in Tennessee, and here's what you need to know. Believe it or not, Dontrell Hilliard was the most efficient running back in terms of true yards per carry last year in the entire NFL. A smaller sample, yes, but he was good. And this past offseason, the Titans liked him enough to re-sign him. It wasn't insane money, around $2 million in overall with incentives, but they still re-signed him. But that's not all. Because the Titans this offseason, they also drafted a fourth rounder out of Michigan and Hassan Haskins, who's a solid, he's a very strong running back. He's not exactly Derrick Henry, but he could fit that mold of being a, a powerful downhill runner. And Hilliard was able to beat him out in camp and do it pretty easily. That speaks volumes. Now, last year, once Derrick Henry got injured, Hilliard, he missed some games as well, but he took over in weeks 11 and week 12. In both of those weeks, he was a top 15 running backs in fantasy points, scoring over 16 and 18 points. And then later on in the season, after he came back from injury, he had his opportunity to take on the backfield again. So we had three starts and all three times he finishes a top 20 running back, scoring about 17 fantasy points in that week later in the year. And now this all matters because last 
Last year alone, Derrick Henry missed 47% of the games. So grab Hilliard before he becomes a must-add and then get this wide receiver. And this one's surprising to me. New England Patriots' number one wide receiver, Jacoby Myers, yeah, he's currently only rostered in 38% of leagues, meaning that he's available in over 60% of fantasy leagues. And this is weird to me because just last year alone, with a rookie quarterback who's going to get better this year, Mac Jones, he was top 20 in targets, and he finished as a top 35 wide receiver in fantasy. So how is he a free agent in this many leagues? It baffles me. Plus, Myers was actually a lot better than the 35th overall wide receiver. He was very unlucky last year. The average top 36 wide receiver last year, which Myers was one of those, saw a 6% touchdown rate on average. Myers saw just a 2.4% rate, which doesn't have to really do with skill as much as just randomness and luck. And based on his usage, he was expected to score seven touchdowns and finish as a top 15 wide receiver, yet he's on waivers in 60 plus percent of leagues. And in my opinion, Myers is the clear number one in New England. I mean, he beat out Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Moore pretty easily for targets last year. Yes, veteran Devontae Parker is there now, but he wins in different ways and is not going to be much of a volume guy as much as a red zone guy. So add Myers and then grab this next veteran wide receiver. And that's Panthers wide receiver Robbie Anderson, who is currently available in a very surprising 88% of leagues on Yahoo. For what it's worth on Sleeper, he's available in 79% of leagues. So no matter which platform you're on, he's likely out there. And he's the clear number two wide receiver behind DJ Moore. I mean, they just traded for LaVisca Chenault, who was like the sixth best receiver on the Jaguars. I don't expect him to make much of a difference here. He honestly might not even beat out Shai Smith in Carolina. Anderson is the clear two here, and now he gets the best quarterback of his career. Let's discuss. Last season, over 30% of Robbie Anderson's targets were uncatchable. They were just wasted targets. And that's because Sam Darnold ranked 32nd in target accuracy this year. But we have some good news for you. Baker Mayfield is now the quarterback one in Carolina. And when healthy, Baker is top 12 in catchable passes in his career. He's a much more accurate quarterback than Darnold. And the rumors of Robbie not liking Baker, those have been put to rest. They're having a good chemistry in camp and enjoy each other. And there's recent trade rumors, but as you can see right here on Twitter, those have been put to rest. Carolina has no plans to trade either Terrace Marshall's second-year player or Robbie Anderson. So acquire Anderson and then get this rookie running back. And that's Falcons fifth-round pick Tyler Algier, who right now he's available in over 70% of fantasy leagues. He's only rostered in 29% of them. And depending on which beat reporters you follow, it might be Tyler Algier, who's the clear backup to Cordell Patterson. It might be Damian Williams. But either way, Algier is close, if anything. He likely is, in my opinion, the clear backup right now. But he's been gaining traction all of camp. And he's expected to see some early down work as soon as week one in Atlanta. Which makes sense because he shined in this exact role at BYU. Check this out. Last year, he was a top 1% college producer of all time. When you take his over 1,600 rushing yards and nearly 200 receiving yards on 28 receptions, which is solid, he had over 1,800 total yards last year. And when you add those all up, it was more than what Brees Hall had last year, who went way before him in the NFL draft and in fantasy. And Algier has really nice size. So not only is he a good producer in early downs, but you can see him as soon as week one getting some red zone carries at a 220 one pound frame. And right now I have Tyler Algier as basically a top 120 player in any fantasy drafts that were happening or are still happening, which is about three rounds higher than the average draft position, the consensus, meaning that I have a lot of confidence in this guy. He shouldn't be on a lot of waiver wires. Now, if you'd like my top 200 for any drafts you have left, but also my weekly rankings projection and matchup notes every single week, plus a $20 Amazon gift card, you can get those by clicking the link in the description and following the two simple steps to acquire this year's Supreme Cheat Sheet, which comes with all those weekly in 
in-season perks. And if for some reason you don't like all those perks, I'll refund the minimum deposit of just $10 and you can keep the weekly perks plus the $20 Amazon gift card. That's right, risk-free. So if you'd like to join the thousands of other people that are using all this material right now and schmacking around their league mates, click the link in the description to learn more. All right, so you want to grab Algier before he has a breakout week. Worst case scenario, you just drop him and then grab this next wide receiver. And that would be Packers wide receiver Sammy Watkins, who right now is available in over 75% of leagues, 77% of leagues to be exact. However, he has a real shot to be Aaron Rodgers' number one receiver. Let's check out his competition. All right, you get Alan Lazard, who I think is a solid receiver, but he was 80th in wide receiver efficiency last year. His best skill set, in my opinion, is being a run blocking receiver in the running game. All right, but there's Lazard. Okay. Then there's Randall Cobb, who's 30 plus years old, mainly a slot receiver, not a major threat, only 37 yards per game his last two years, probably more of a red zone role guy for Aaron Rodgers. And then it's just some rookies. Christian Watson, who has no full participants in camp practices at all, so he has no chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, didn't play in the preseason. And then Romeo Dobbs, who had some highlights in the preseason, a couple touchdowns, was popping off in camp, getting some hype, but he was also at the same time dropping a lot of balls, which is a big no-no. Now here's some recent news that helps Sammy Watkins. According to an Aaron Rodgers interview, he wants Lazard, Watkins, and Cobb, the veterans, the guys he actually trusts and has built in reps with more so than some of these rookies he wants those guys to be starting week one and Rodgers and Watkins reportedly have had chemistry in camp so far which is another positive for Sammy so here's the deal worst case scenario you add Watkins week one he doesn't really do anything and you drop him but best case scenario week one he pops off and he looks like he might actually be Rodgers number one option for 2022 so these are seven players you should add now before week one and before your friends do and if you want to know seven more players that you should have drafted this past year maybe you can still get them on waivers or in trades then watch this lovely video right here and if you enjoyed this content be sure to hit the subscribe button